We're here at the ADISA conference in March 2016 in San Diego, and I'm sitting here with the president-elect of ADISA, John Grady, John Grady of Asset Management Advisory Company. John, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you very much for having me. So, John, you are the president-elect of uh, ADISA. Tell us what the few focus items are for ADISA over the coming year. From the standpoint of uh, ADISA's members, there are numbers of issues out there that we have to keep track of, but the core ones we're focused on really involve advocacy and dealing with the regulators who are proposing additional rules and additional limits on our ability to sell our investments to, in, to their clients and for the public to participate in the direct participation program market. You know, we talked with John Harrison yesterday about the fiduciary rule proposed changes. What other items are you looking at from the regulators? So today we had a general session in which we invited both uh, re representatives of FINRA and NASA to come talk to us because both of those organizations are dealing with proposed or current changes that are impacting our members. In particular, FINRA adopted a customer statement rule change that is going to cause a net investment price to start appearing on customer statements in less than a month. When I say net investment price, what I mean is the price that the investor paid net of the distribution charges that were paid when he or she bought their investment. So for the first time, right after the investor has purchased their investment, they will see what the cost of distribution were and how they were taken out of their investor proceeds. And this is something new. So uh, if there's a 15% uh, upfront charge for brochures and commissions and the like, that's going to show up right away, whereas in the past it is not, correct? That is correct. It was always visible on the front page of the prospectus, but this will now cause a customer to look at his or her brokerage account statement and see that net reduction of the distribution charges for the first time presented as a valuation of the security they've just bought on their statement. We think it'll create a very different conversation with their representative. And uh, have, have you been uh, fighting to have that changed or is that uh, fight over? Uh, that potential conflict or uh, uh, is there a way to approach the regulators to uh, ease these regulations in some way? At this point it's more a matter of being ready than it is uh, thinking we will change the outcome. The rule's been five years in the making with a number of industry opportunities to affect and change the final rule but it is now a final rule and it's set to go into effect in a month. So what we're doing for our members and what everybody in the industry is focused on is explaining what's happening and adjusting products to the extent that they can be adjusted to perhaps lessen that impact and create a different net investment price on the statement so the conversation with the investor is different going forward. And how about uh, the Jobs Act of 2012? I recently read the book by Rob Kaplan and others on uh, Regulation A+, and the changes that that's going to bring. We've all heard about crowdfunding, etc. Is ADISA actively involved in that with the regulators? We are. The regulators that are looking at crowdfunding, for example, or Reg A plus differ. Uh, the SEC has taken the lead on Regulation A plus, of course, and yet FINRA was here today saying that they want to review the testing the waters materials that people are using under new Reg A plus to solicit investor interest in their offerings. So here's a whole new regulatory oversight uh, model or, or approach being implemented that we weren't aware of really until today. Uh, the crowdfunding proposals have resulted in state legislation to regulate crowdfunding, but also FINRA and SEC rules to implement that Jobs Act piece to where crowdfunding on a 
on a true funding platform will be a reality. However, FINRA said today that they're going to look at those platforms and their disclosures and make sure that they're fair and balanced, that if there's a benefit to the platform, they also want to see folks talking about what the downside to the platforms are and how their uh, uh, both their operators and their sponsors are being paid. So it looks like you've got your work cut out for you here. Uh, we're, we're just talking about regulation, and I'm sure there are other things that you're focused on as well. And so is this going to be a full-time job for you? I'm a volunteer president of Adisa, so I, it won't be full time. But I think the agenda is full time, and we see have we have great staff. You met with John Harrison before. What we do as a board, and and in particular, the one thing we didn't mention, I run our legislative and regulatory committee for Adisa. So I am in effect ensuring that we spend a lot of attention and use the resources of members who focus on the space to try and advance the Adisa agenda at that committee level and at the board level so that the two are closely tied so my energies between the committee and the board and my my future presidency they're never going to be full-time but they're very time sensitive and involved for all the right reasons i couldn't imagine a better use of my time and efforts than to engage with regulators intelligently on behalf of the industry at this time so, John, in your spare time, you have just started a, a new company, okay, uh, Asset Management Advisory Company. It's going to be out of New York and Pennsylvania and Washington, D.C. So, tell us about it. So, this firm is designed to provide a, uh, an opportunity or a place where people thinking of getting into the industry, thinking of dealing with these changes I've been talking about, of trying to react to business pressures and the like, can come and get integrated consulting and even legal advice around new products, new structures, regulatory developments, all in an integrated way delivered so that they get something out of it that's useful to their business and how they can then respond to these changes profitably. And your background is both uh, legal and operational. So I presume you're well positioned to address uh, strategy, uh, compliance, and all of the myriad of attending uh, issues uh, that uh, come with uh, designing something new and moving forward. The goal was to give folks a chance to talk to me on all those issues and all those levels uh, in order to ensure that we don't just provide advice on what they might do, but then no ability to tell them how to do what they then decide they want to move forward with. So the goal is to not just advise and not just consult, but to direct and implement and help folks who really have an idea that they want to bring to market get there with both expert advice and all the uh, effort and initiative that it takes to bring it to market. So, John, thank you very much. We've been talking with John Grady of Asset Management Advisory Company, again, the president-elect of ADISA. And as before we sign off here, John, any uh, final words for uh, ADISA listeners out there? Uh, to those ADISA listeners, I would say, as we discussed today, there is a lot to be thinking about, a lot to be learned, and a lot to be gained from your ADISA membership. But I would keep an eye on the headlines. The Department of Labor rule is coming. It's coming out very, very shortly, and we'll do all we can to bring information on that as soon as it's out. John, thank you very much. We appreciate talking with you today. And we're here again at the ADISA conference in San Diego, and we'll be right back.